0: Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. It's fun. It's fun. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep but up. The fight against coronavirus has the option Oxford- Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. That's why more and more Legotians are tuning in. Half a million Legotians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Legotians. say no. that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I'm Sandra Ezepasili, And these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 64 confirmed COVID cases yesterday. Lagos um, had five. The third wave is over now, Uh, but uh, remain careful. Don't go out if you can avoid it. And when you do go out, wear a mask, maintain your distance from people, wash and sanitize your hands very frequently. Let's keep ourselves and each other safe. Second hard fact of the day, vaccinations are ongoing. Just go to the primary health care centre nearest to you for your first dose. You have to register first if you are in Lagos. Uh, for your second dose, you don't need to register online. Just go back to where you got your first dose and get your second dose. Remember, of course, that um, uh, vaccines are safe. Vaccines save lives. If, if you take both doses, you are more protected than someone who takes just one. And you're definitely more protected than someone who takes none. None of the doses now i have a great show for you today as always we'll start with the big three on the big three we take a look at three of the biggest stories of the day and there's nothing bigger in the country at the moment than chukuma Soludo emerging as an Ambrass governor-elect then we'll talk about the national assembly members saying that they will pro they will override any presidential veto on the electoral act amendment hmm. And then let's talk about the ADC Guba candidate in Anambra saying that he voted for Soludo because he knew that he had no chance. There's no glass ceiling today. Uh, I know it's a Wednesday and usually every Wednesday at four o'clock we bring you the glass ceiling. It's our element where we discuss all of the different barriers that women face while trying to do life. Barriers that men don't face as much as women or don't face at all. And we try to shine a light on these problems and talk about solutions to break the ceiling so that more and more women can be on all of the stages where we'd like to see more women. And every Wednesday at four, we have those conversations. But today we won't because it's day three of the I Beg to Differ Debate tournament. Uh, the children are already here looking, speak and span in their uniforms, Um wearing their masks I loved that I loved that when I met them downstairs in the office they were all wearing their masks and looking ready to go looking very nervous but I'm hoping that the nerves will melt away and we can have a fantastic debate today congratulations again to ebuka yesterday our 11 year old who matched up with Bola Jitimileng our 16 year old and won congratulations to Chichiku Golden uh, he's 15 and he matched up um, with uh, John Oyame Joseph Oyame sorry and also won their rounds and they've moved on on to the quarterfinals that will start next week if you've been missing it you've been missing a lot but hey you can watch on facebook nigeria info 99.3 youtube nigeria info fm we're going to stream on both platforms as we always do today as well on balogun and broad let's talk about loan apps that send text messages to everyone in their defaulters contact list have you gotten a message like that i get several I get I'm like how do I know so many people where they do basic work now wow I get several even on our whatsapp our office whatsapp we are always getting fraud warning fraud alert collateral yeah and I'm like what the It's the realest business show on radio. And that's part of why you've made Hard Facts, the number one current affairs show in the city. I always say that one million legal cannot be wrong. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Listen at 5 p.m. so that you and I can talk about this thing and talk about how we feel about this thing. As usual, headlines will come your way. Uh, Business news as well. Uh, Sports updates, all of them coming every hour on the hour. And then at 6.15, after the news at 6 o'clock, we have have uh, Lagosa one of my favorite radio plays it's so intriguing have you listened to that drama like I mean I'm always in the car going home and I'm listening to the the radio play and I'm like you don't see you dirty I can't use the word that I use when I'm listening you know when something is happening to one of the characters <laughs> but oh my god it's so good so you should listen it's from 6 15 on this station every Wednesday and Thursday now for Wednesdays after Lagosa you have let's talk from Voice of America and then we hand you over to the sports gang for the best sports coverage in Lagos, but let's get started with today's big three, shall we? It's a it's a it's a good one, I think. If I do see so myself. Welcome to the show, Lagos. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The big three, the big three. on
1: hard facts on
2: ninety nine point
3: three Info. <laughs>
0: do.
3: Yes. Yes. of
1: APGA, having satisfied the requirements of the law, is hereby declared the winner and is returned elected. Wow. This
0: How did Saludo do it? That's our first story. You heard it from INEC itself. Charles Chukwoma Soludo of Abga is now the governor elect of Anambra State. Soludo got twice the number of votes as his closest opponent, PDP's Valentine Ozibo. Ozibo had 53,000 votes, while Soludo had 112,000 votes. Now, this makes three governors in a row for Abga in Anambra. Obi, Obiano, and now Saludo. ABGA has won five Guba elections in a row. One of those elections was 2009, where the ABGA flag bearer was Pete Obi, and he beat Saludo, who at the time was representing the PDP. So Charles Saludo has been trying to win Guba elections for 12 years, and he finally succeeded. Now, after the announcement, he said this to the press.
4: We thank President Buhari, the presidency, and our security agencies for ensuring a level playing field. We must particularly commend the chairman, management, and staff of INEC for systematically striving to bequeath a legacy of free, fair, and transparent electoral system to Nigeria. The use of bimodal voter accreditation system, a massive improvement over the card reader and manual accreditation system. With a continuous refinement of the technology, upscaling of the skills of its operators, collaboration with telecommunication companies, improvement in logistical deployment and security, and stringent punishment for anyone involved in electoral malpractice, Nigeria will be on course to a robust and exemplary electoral system. Aside from the initial glitches in the operations of the beavers machines, in some places, Including at my polling unit, the election has been adjudged as the most peaceful, free, fair, and credible. There is joy in the land. Kudos to i I wish to congratulate you for the gallant contest. Our people have spoken overwhelmingly, and surely that voice is the voice of God. The ultimate winner is Anambra people. We are all winners. I hereby extend my hand of fellowship to all of you. I need all of you to succeed. Politics aside, we are all brothers. Let's come together for the project Anambra. There is enough room for everyone to contribute in the service of our homeland. In Anambra, we fight hard during elections. But meet the next weekend at traditional weddings and funerals, and throw up and share drinks. That's the Anambra way. Let's keep the spirit of Anambra alive and strong, and with it, collectively take our homeland to the moon.
0: Charles Chukuma Saludo of ABGA, Governor-elect of Anambra State. And the big question is, how did he do it? Saludo is a technocrat. You know he's a former central bank governor. And the conventional wisdom in Nigeria is that technocrats tend not to win elections because they tend not to be able to make the right connections, both with the voters and with the political class. But Saludo doesn't seem to have this problem. I mean, getting the PDP ticket 12 years ago shows that he had mainstream acceptance. And now winning the Gubber election on the Abga ticket confirms it. So I really want to hear from the Anambra who are listening to the show or anyone who's familiar with Anambra politics. What is it about Charles Soludo that helped him overcome the handicaps that most technocrats usually face in Nigerian politics? And for everyone else, I want to hear your take on how this election was handled and on the emergence of Saludo himself, what expectations do you think Anambra people uh, and Nigerians should have of the newly minted governor-elect? In that acceptance speech that you just listened to, Saludo dedicated uh, his victory to the three policemen whom uh, unknown gunmen killed during an attempt on his life in April. Clearly, this victory was not... um, Uh, smooth sailing for him or the people of Anambra we heard lots of accusations and counter accusations about who was behind the violence and uh, who was trying to uh, sabotage the elections but ultimately the elections themselves appeared to have been relatively peaceful right? right? and now Anambra knows its next governor and I want to know what Lagos thinks about the rise of Saludo Women, call me on 01465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. 993 993 For men, women, 01465-7190. How did Saludo do it? 99.3. Hello.
5: Yeah, President Sandra, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon. Good to have you on the show, yeah. sir.
5: Yeah, Christopher, I want to give it to the Anambalians for standing their feet. Despite all the threats. And I want to give it to Andy Oba. Is it Andy Oba the APC candidate? The one that congratulated the, the, the winner of the election, right? Yeah, politics is about the people. I'm really happy for him. But some APC members will call and start to blow hot and fire. And I want to thank the president as well. Then for the former deputy governor of um, Abga and uh, the guy in Imo, who pulls Odima, I want to hear what they will say. Maybe they will go back to court. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank thank you very much for calling, Chris. 99.3, hello.
3: Good afternoon, Sandy.
0: Good afternoon, sir. What's your name?
6: I'm I'm work?
0: Work is fine.
6: Obino. A Obino, A welcome. Yes. Congratulations to salute once again. Okay. My
5: happiness is that the wishes of the everyone did not come to pass.
3: Okay. Because
5: some people want to take over an umbrella state by five by fours. By doing work as they planned it.
0: thank you for calling let's be mindful of the kind of language that we use when we're talking about political leaders other callers you know each other okay just be mindful be respectful it's not it it doesn't cost you anything um shala is on the line hi Hi. shala hi how are you welcome
6: I'm not from I am from the southwest okay and I live in Lagos. So I'm particularly happy that Professor um, won the election. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I, I followed his performance, his track record, and it seems to be a man that knows exactly what to do. Okay. And I, I'm always been displeased with people that are not educated or informed or mm-hmm. skilled taking leadership in Nigeria. They've gone this far, leaving the politics to the they, 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 I don't want to call them. The ones are know, they're not schooled. Mm. So I'm happy that the intellectual, educated, seem to know what to do. I'm able to draw resources on areas that is lacking, mm-hmm. can lead people to the number. So I'm really excited for them, and I'm thankful to God that it was peaceful. I'm a bit concerned that the percentage of people that came out to vote, it yeah. was less than 13% right.
3: that
6: chose the governor. And I think we should get more active in, in politics going towards 2023. Right. We shouldn't sit back and now complain and pray. When you pray, you engage the process in place to choose leaders. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Shola, for calling. I quite enjoy when Shola calls. I do hope Shola calls us as many times as possible. 0700 993 993 993 01465 7190. If you just joined us, we just talked about Saludo's um, uh, win. You you heard Einek announce uh, Charles Chukuma Saludo of Abga, the governor-elect of Anambra State. And my big question is, how did he do it? Because he's a, he's a technical like I said and uh, um, as a former central bank governor people will often tell you that uh, technocrats don't win elections they don't uh, know how to make the right connections with the voters with the political class but like I pointed out he was the flag bearer for the PDP 12 years ago and now he's just won the Gubber election on the Abgad ticket so how did he do it? What is it about Charles Saludu that helped him overcome The handicaps that a lot of technocrats usually face in Nigerian politics, and then for those who are not from Anambra or those who are not familiar with uh, the politics in Anambra, what do you think about how this election was handled? What do you think about the emergence of Saludo himself? What expectations do you think uh, the Anambra and uh, Nigerians should have of uh, Charles Saludo as the governor of Anambra State? Ninety-nine point three. Hello. 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 Thank you for calling. What's your name? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name?
2: My name is Henry. Okay, sir.
0: Henry, you're live on the show. You're talking to Sandra. Go ahead. Sorry, I can't hear you very well. You're talking to Sandra. Go ahead.
2: Okay, Sandra, Um, I think my contribution to your program right now about solid that. What actually led to Saludo winning the election? Mm-hmm. Another number is because of his commitment and the things he has done in the past, okay. his track records. Okay. Like you mentioned, he has been a technocrat all his weeks. He has worked in public service, he has served both um, international organizations, consulted for so many companies, um, worked for the federal government during the time of Abbasanjo um, um, as a minister as well as um, a C B N governor. So he has a very good track record, and that alone speaks for him in his time. And right now, he has come him to come and serve his people. I think it's, that is more than enough to actually um, give the people the confidence. Besides those, during the debate, I personally listened to that. His, um, his speeches on the, or the things he actually said he was going to do, mm-hmm. and the way he applying them on how he's going to achieve them. We are all very clear. There was not, there was nothing like a shadow of doubt
3: hmm.
2: um, in the things he actually said. Or if you look at the things he actually enumerated he was going to do, we are very clear. Even to um, someone who is not much experienced, who understand that yet, there is a possibility of most of those things being achieved. So I think there is, is a lot of confidence in the minds of the a number of people that led to his margin as the, the winner of the election. Thank
0: you. Hmm. All right. Thank you very much for calling us. 99.3, hello. <coughs> Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Let's take a look at uh, messages that we have on social media after this call. 99.3, hello. Hello. Uh, thank you for calling. What's your name?
6: Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Ayobami.
0: Ayobami. Good to have you on the show.
6: Uh, my friend is a bit uh, controversial. Okay. When you uh, well, say technocrats, um... Uh, governor Soludo, you know, congratulations to him. He's not the first technocrat that won elections in Nigeria. Okay. You see, a lot of these state governors were technocrats. They weren't politicians. They were brought into politics after a lot of them retired from private practice. The former governor of the state was the MD of, I think, National the late governor, Ajimobi. He's called in the air. He, did he came and rose through the ranks and became the MD of National House before he retired and left. Hmm. The likes of Governor Fashola, Governor of Governor Amici—they were technocrats. We can reverse it. a the technocrat, but the politics in them, the politicians in them, shows up when they get to the office. Hmm. And I tell people, the Nigerian climate, the politics, the politics in Nigeria needs more than a technocrat to make it work. Unless you want to change the whole system surrounding it to the technocrat. The eyes are surrounding them, will not make it work. I personally am not excited about this. I remember he's been around for a while. Mm -hmm. He's been in PDP, he went to APCA, he's contested several times. It's still one of the problems in this Nigeria. Let's not be deceived. Busy, you Thank you
0: very much. All right, Ayobami. Thank you very much. Now, of course, as uh, somebody who was in River State myself for years uh, before I moved to Lagos, I can tell you that uh, Wiki and Amechi, uh, uh, you know, uh, they may not qualify as technocrats because uh, Wiki barely practiced law before becoming local government chairman under Odili. Uh, Amichi too, was entry level um, before entering House of Assembly. So, uh, those men, at least we know them well enough, For those of us who lived in River State, um, to argue about whether or not they qualify as technocrats. Um, Fashala, well, I mean, I, I leave that to you people to to judge, as well as um, um, the, the man from, is it all State that he mentioned, Ajimobi? Um, you know, but I, I leave that to you in the Southwest to to let me know, to, to judge that one. But let me go to WhatsApp. Uh, Sandra, Anambra is a unique brand of Igbos. They are courageous, business-minded. Saludo is visionary. It, he has a convincing track record of turning things around. We, took, we look forward to a different brand of leadership and progress in Anambra under Saludo. May God give him the wisdom and strong willpower to achieve beyond the expectations. That's Jerry from Ajah with that message. Saludo won the Anambra election because Indian Anambra were determined to vote in their preferred party, which is ABGA. Uh, with the emergence of the Supreme Court governor in Imo, the Anambra did not want to see APC with their eyes. Good one for democracy and congratulations to Anambra people. Callings with that message there. Please let the APC uh, in. Uh Let the APC in Anambra allow peace to reign in the state. I don't know what you're saying with that message, but we don't even have enough time for me to finish reading that message because we have a break coming up. But after the break, I'll come back and finish that message and then take a few more calls and move to our second story. I am Sandra ezze on social media. Don't go away. You are listening to your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. 99.3
7: 99.3 Nigeria in
0: The electoral act amendment bill has officially scaled the national assembly that's our second story it's 3:30 uh, at the moment i'm Sandra Ezequisti and uh, you're listening to three of the biggest stories of today our national members our national assembly members are they trying to are they defying their party leaders over Direct primaries, that's a question you'll answer by the end of this story because the conference committee met and harmonized the Senate version and the Reps version into a single digit. And yesterday, both chambers adopted it. The new version, this new version, confirms INEX power to implement electronic transmission of results. It also mandates all political parties to hold direct primaries going forward. So now the bill heads to Asso Rock, where the president will either sign it or veto it. But some members of both chambers are saying that if the president chooses to veto, they have the votes to override him. Remember, the Constitution says that if the President refuses to sign a bill, it will still become law if two-thirds of the members of each chamber back it. And some are saying that they have the votes. For example, we heard from Benjamin Kalu Benjamin Kalu is the Chairman, House of Reps Committee on Media and Public Affairs. And he said, quote, whether or not we still have an option open to us if the President takes a position that we're not convinced about, the law is clear on that in our Constitution. And that is very vetoing the president if the need arises, end quote. And the punch newspaper is quoting anonymous senators with even much stronger language. And now because of all of this, some commentators are suggesting that we're seeing a new, more aggressive National Assembly that seems more willing to challenge the president, the governors, and party leaders because take a look at something like direct primaries, for example. The PDP leadership came out openly against this mandate. They say that parties should have the choice. But even PDP lawmakers voted in favor of the amendment. We're also hearing that most governors, both PDP and APC, are against the direct primary clause as well but here you have lawmakers from both parties supporting it it's very interesting it is it's very interesting i wonder what you think is causing this Because for one thing, some analysts are saying that direct primaries shifts power from the party leadership to the politicians in the party. Because within direct primaries, you have a small group of delegates. Most of them are picked by the party leaders in some way. So it's easier for the party leaders to control them. It's also easier for one very powerful person with access to a lot of money to control the delegates in one state. So a governor, for example. But with direct primaries every party member is voting that means that you win through grassroots mobilization through political structures and every single national assembly member has a political structure at home So what some analysts are saying is that maybe these National Assembly members see the direct primary as a way for them to tilt the balance of power away from governors and party chair people towards every other politician in the party. What do you think? Now, another question, though, is what about the citizens? What about the regular party members? What about the voters? Which system do you think favours them more? Some people will argue that direct primaries are better for them because now they get to vote. I wonder if you agree with them or disagree with them. And if you agree that um, direct primaries um, are good for the citizens, for the regular party members, for the voters, isn't it funny how sometimes... The interests of some politicians, in this case National Assembly members, align with the interests of the people. What do you think? And more importantly, what do you think about them passing the Electoral Amendment Bill and talking about being willing to veto the president if the president doesn't assent? 700 993 993 0700-993-993-993. There's also 01465-7190. That's our number for our female callers. 01465-7190. 99.3, hello? Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello?
8: Good afternoon, Sandra.
0: Good afternoon, sir. What's your name?
8: My name is David from Ibe Sharia Day.
0: David, welcome to the show.
8: Yeah. About uh, Solugo, mm-hmm. I think uh, the joker is that uh, this has proven from the analysis you gave us mm-hmm. and as a political analysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Anabra people are for Abga. Okay. Because he has tried PDP before, mm-hmm. he couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. But it now came through AFGA and it was able to make it. So I believe uh, AFGA have helped him. And INEC, because of the system that INEC has now brought in, that make it for double voting or multiple voting. So Nigerians should look for ways to jealously make sure this system is not taken away by making sure those who can operate that uh, fever machine are employed permanently, so that you don't just bring those who uh, don't know about the machine during election, and it will bring a lot of uh, confusion. Then coming to uh, what other issue do you raise up?
0: National Assembly.
8: Okay, National Assembly people. Uh, I think uh, the era of uh, party supremacy has been defeated a long time ago, and that is what I believe is trying to play out there now, so that uh, uh, the legislature are now becoming to understand that they have more allegiance to Nigerians than their party and I think that is what the the legislature are trying to tell the the president that he shouldn't veto if he does, then they are already agreeing that they too will use their own veto power. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much for calling us, sir. We appreciate it. 99.3, hello? Hello? All right, call back if you can. 99.3, hello? Sorry about that. Give us a call back, please. Hello? 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 Thank you for calling. Yeah, What's your name? Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name?
6: Okay, my name is Wally. Wally coming from papa.
0: Wally, welcome. Tell me your thoughts.
6: Okay, um, I'm still talking on the Solido issue. Yeah, okay. technocrats. Hello? I'm here. Go ahead. Okay, technocrat, technocrat, give it to him. But you see, he has not done anything other than moving to Africa. If he had been a candidate of APC, I can assure you he would have lost woefully. So I give the kudos to him. So it is credit. For him to have moved to where he believes he will be able to win and he has won, my hope and prayer is that um, he should be able to deliver. Thank you.
0: Alright, thank you Wally for calling. Brooklyn is on the line. Hi, Brooklyn.
5: Hello, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon,
0: Brooklyn. Welcome.
5: Yes, uh, Talking about the election in Anambra State, I have to say a very big congratulations to Soludo. Because when you watch that uh, governorship debate on Monday, mm. you will really know that uh, the man even took the vote from that day. He got the vote of the people of Anambra State. He spoke the mind of the people of Ebola. Okay. Then coming to talk about the... Uh, uh, the other one that uh, the other issue that you raised.
3: Yeah.
5: I want us to believe that uh both those uh, the, the 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 National Assembles mm-hmm. uh, that that our senators,
3: mm-hmm.
5: they are just human beings like us. They are just ordinary people like us. Uh, the fact that they are opportunity to be in that position does not make them different.
3: Okay.
5: And these are the same people that uh, uh, the other day like on that election day, that uh, Governorship Mm debates on that Monday you had when somebody was saying the other person did not have his result. Most of them did not have their result. So when things come like that they are confused They don't know what to do. So you see them saying this year tomorrow They go back and say as Mm if they were not the one that discussed that So they are just human beings like us. We should not take them for serious no matter what that open this thing is very good anything that is good for the people is good for our democracy to go on with
0: Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Brooklyn, for calling. Stevie Janiki says, "Let all the APC losers in Anambra allow peace to reign. Let them remember that the president just returned uh, from some peace conferences from different parts of the world. Those who collected various sums and incentives to defect to the APC should please reconcile with those whom they made, uh, whom they made the failed deals with. Let them allow Saludo to shine in the way he did in the CBN, and they should concentrate on fixing Nigeria that has." to Totally derailed. Steve, thanks for your message. Now, some people, of course, will argue with you uh, about Saludu's time at the CBN, but okay. Um, It's just funny how some members of the Assembly kick against the good policies. Electronic transmission of results should not be a thing of debate in this 21st century. Uh and the primary, direct primary is the way. Prince Romaja with that message. Prince, thank you very much uh, for your message. NK Naja says, President Sandra, uh, educate us on who a technocrat is. Okay, that will take an entire show. Another message here, you didn't leave your name, but you say there's no doubt that Professor Saludo is better positioned now to be a governor, state governor, than 12 years ago. A bridge builder between ABGA and the PDP. Which are dominant parties in Anambra? Believe me, if the contestants were compelled to select one of their own, they would all have queued behind Soludo. One is a governor, once a governor, always a governor. In short, the governor elect is the governor's governor. <laughs> Okay. Nigerians congratulate him. Tony and Jegamo. All right. So that's a person with that message. And yes, let power reside with the people by adopting direct primaries. All right. Thanks for your message. Sandra, everyone is singing and others are castigating people because their choice person has won the election. Don't overrate him. Uh, Nigerians and those who hate... Uh, don't overrate him, Nigerians, and whose hatred is about APCs. Saludo won on Abga. I think Ewos have died for PDP. I'm not sure I understand what you're trying to write, Sam, from Satellite Town. And it's, I think it's because you wrote it in a hurry. So maybe correct it and send it back so that I can read it. Um. Election in Anambra, uh, my state, has shown that in Anambra, Nigeria can see light. Let this smooth and fair election with little or no violence or acrimony be replicated all over Nigeria and see progress in this country. However, unregrettably, it cannot. Emergence of Saludo was never surprising to me since the time court granted him flag bearer of Abga. Looking at the gladiators that participated in the election, without doubt, they all have what it takes to govern. But just as it's been said, Nkani, bunkani... Uh, people of my place see Abga as a comfort zone and trust to have their interests at heart. I pray Saludo, as his name resounds will bring peace for development, growth, structural and infrastructural uh, progress of Anambra State. That's a message from Eskoy. All right, Eskoy. Thank you for your message. Sandra, it's interesting to see NAS is ready to veto the executive on electoral amendment because it suits them. Wish they can apply the same energy on checkmating the executive on the issue of mortgaging our uh, unending borrowing our future through unending borrowing and confirming any nominee whether qualified or not. Jerry from Aja with that message. Ok, in Ijegun says, I congratulate Saludo. Uh, he should not decamp like Peter Obi during Jonathan's tenure. He should try and cut cost when he assumes office. I salute the people of Anambra for voting both against uh, the PDP and the APC and massively voting for ABGA. I've been telling Anambra people to forget Biafra and Biafra vote for Abga. with this they can win all the eastern states and they will inject Abga senators and representatives into the red and green chambers with this they can agitate for biafra so this national assembly wants to override the presidential order because of their own interest i prefer direct primary thank you very much for your message we'll take a final call and then i'll bring you our final story it's a very interesting one 99.3 hello Hello Sandra Ezequiel. Good to have you on the show ma'am. What's your name? Hello? Oh no. 99.3. Beep, beep, beep. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3. Hello.
6: Hello. Hello. Yeah. Sandra Ezequiel.
0: Good to have you on the show.
8: Yeah.
0: Good to have you on the show. Welcome. Go ahead.
8: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: You're talking on the radio and a business call comes in. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello, good afternoon. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. Yeah, hello, Sandra. Hi, how are you? What's your name? I'm
7: fine, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Amanda.
0: Welcome. Yeah. Go ahead.
7: Thank you. Okay, Sandra. Um also so tell the election. I don't think um. Him being a technocrat contributed in a lot, like someone already pointed out. If he was naked, he wouldn't have won. And just like the other guy in Lagos, Mm -hmm. uh, Junior Bagu. He's a technocrat, but he's been losing because he's in the wrong party. So Saludo was in the right party. He joined the right party at the right time. I remember in 2010, he ran under PDP, And Pete Toby was relatively unknown. And one he hmm. the in second, and and uh and salute came third. And that's that. Uh, and there's something he said he, in his victory speech, where he, he said um that he was thanking President Buhari. Maybe I'm slow, but I don't get why he did that to thank President Buhari. Can you explain that to me?
0: Well, I mean, in, in his uh, gratitude Belay- message. He was
7: supposed to the elections and um, tell them to read the word. I, I,
0: well, he said thank you for allowing a, a level playing field, I think.
7: Well, I think so, not the language. Hmm. That's right,
0: thank you, all right. Thank you very much for calling now one of the one of the uh, one hundred and twelve thousand Anambra people who voted for Charles Soludo was his opponent. That's our third story. Akachukwu Wangbo was the flag bearer of ADC, the African Democratic Congress in the Anambra-Guba poll. But the Daily Post is reporting that immediately after voting, Wangbo told the press at his polling unit that he voted for Soludo, not for himself. Why? Because he said he knew that he did not stand a chance of winning. He reportedly said that he believed Abgaz soluto was the best choice for the uh, front runners, or the best choice of the front runners, and he made the personal choice to vote for him to key into the party's agenda. <laughs> politics, politics. Politics in Nigeria. Eh? You see why this President Sadra, you people call me. Make you no know, pass hard facts. So. <laughs> I beg. Because, Shabi, you know that ADC already has at least one presidential aspirant. That's Kingsley Mogalu. Mogalu moved from YPP to ADC this year because he says he's getting their ticket. He says getting their ticket would improve his chances. Of becoming president he said the party already has a structure and that if they combine with other parties they can form a third force that can compete against APC and PDP but now here is the ADC Guba candidate in Anambra in Morgalu's home state I might add not only voting for another party but saying it's because ADC has no chance in the state in Mogalus home state. That's one. Then let's come to one for himself. This is someone who decided to run for governor. But in the end, he didn't even vote for himself. Should he have told his supporters before the election? Should he have said, look, I don't think I have a chance. Let's either put heads together and decide who to support or let's just go our separate ways. Should he have done that? Also, has he betrayed his party or has his party betrayed him? Because I mentioned Mogalu earlier. He's being criticized on social media for not coming down to Anambra for this election. He's actually been out of the country. And critics have said that if you're serious about running for president, you should show up for a Gubber election in your home state. You should show up to lend a hand and to use your presence to stop your opponents from doing wuruwuru and to encourage those whom you expect to support you in your own election. That's the criticism, uh, the criticism that he's getting on social media. Do you agree with this? Do you agree that Mogalu not being in Anambra for the election was a bad move politically? In our second story, I mentioned political structure. We talked about how direct primaries give advantage to those who have a structure and who can mobilize voters. But structures are also needed at the general election. So it can be argued that any party that cannot bring out up to 50,000 voters in an Anambra-Guber election doesn't really have a good structure. And if so, how will that party perform at the presidential election? 0700 993, 993 993 What do you think about the ADC candidate reportedly voting for the Abga candidate? Women, call me on zero one four six five seven one nine zero. 7190 Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. And yes, you can talk about our first two stories. Uh, we told you about Chukuma Soludo emerging as Anambra's governor-elect. Then we talked about the National Assembly members saying that they will override any presidential veto on the Electoral Act amendment. What do you think about these stories? How do you think Soludo did it? How can you tell if a third force party is serious? 99.3. Hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. We've got uh, Obioma Odo calling us. Obioma, where are you calling us from?
1: I'm calling from Florida, USA. Thanks for calling.
0: Good afternoon. Welcome.
1: Yeah, I want to use this opportunity to thank the people of uh, Anambra State and uh, Inek himself for conducting a free and fair election against every odds and every belief that uh, the election is going to be, you no, know, uh, violent. Mm. It was peaceful, and people did turn out and elected uh, the choice. So I'm really happy. Then again, uh, INEC did a very great job, and the uh, Senate passing uh, electronic uh, transmission bill is a good one. It shows that we are evolving and we can get better, you know. Then again, on your third story, if you watch uh, America here Mm -hmm. during the last election, Mm -hmm. the wife of John McCain did galvanize Republicans to vote against Trump Mm -hmm. because they believe uh, in what Trump is doing is not right for the political party. They did not defend. At a particular point in time, what you believe and the candidate you believe, even if it is from your party, once he's not doing right... You have the right to vote him out, vote against him. That does not mean you have to change the ideology or you have to jump from one party to another. So what that guy in Anambra who voted for Soludo did, I think was right. That's what he believed it's best for the time being. That does not mean he's, a, he's not a good party man or he didn't believe in the ideology of his party, you know. So I think we're getting somewhere. We
0: can only get better. All right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much uh, for mm-hmm. calling us, uh, Obioma. 99.3, hello.
8: Good afternoon to you, President Chandra.
0: Good afternoon, sir. What's your name?
8: My name is Prince Wyeth, calling from Amuward of
0: Welcome, Prince Wyeth. You see
8: that the uh, ADC candidate is, is we expect him uh, from the party is not a party man and for the mughaloo someone you know is a professor somebody can be a professor prince Prince turn
0: your radio off you've been calling radio for so many it, years
8: mm-hmm. say if somebody is a professor doesn't make him to be a professor and a politics a professor professor a professor in the university when you come to politics it can be a, a dil- 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 some of all these uh, people joining a party, forming party, some of them they don't know where to to, to go. Some are supposed to go for a state assembly or national assembly. They, apart all this, they want to be president of the nation. But well, you have no structure in the in the, in, in the state. Talk of local government.
0: Good point. Thank you very much for calling Prince YS. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have to uh, give to this segment of Hard Facts. But don't go away because from four o'clock, we'll have teenagers in the studio debating for a chance to win one million naira. Don't miss it. It's been hot. Today's day three. I can't wait for you to meet today's contestants. And uh, of course, after that, at five o'clock, you and I will talk about these loan uh, companies that send messages to... Uh, people who take loans, uh, you know, to, to the contacts of people who take loans from them, threatening them or, you know, t- telling them that a particular person has taken a loan. Do you think it's ethical? We'll have that conversation at 5pm. Uh, so don't miss it. I'm Sandra Eszekwesely on social media.